You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm telling you, there's something weird going on. I mean, that kind of freaks me out. It has to do with the show and then. Something happening after So what you're so, saying is you say something and then something happens. Yes. I bring it up here on the show and then something completely out of my control happens afterwards related to what I talk about. Well, maybe you should start like talking about positive things and maybe or like financial things. Well, yeah. Well, I could <laughs> I could do that. I could do that. Um, I want a million dollars. Maybe tomorrow that's what will happen. No, I'll go. explain. It's it's really weird, though. Okay. Um, hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extill. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We, of course, love you guys tuning in wherever and however. Um, so via the podcast or via the live stream, which you can subscribe to for fun, at uh, funemploymentradio.com for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. And it is awesome yes. when you are able to do that because it does support us greatly. It really does. And we really appreciate all of y'all that can be able uh, to do that. And we've got uh, we got a ton of stuff we're going to be getting to today. We're going to be joined by our friend Charlene coming up in a little while. Charlene, who is a dear friend of ours, who also has the greatest laugh in the history of mankind. Indeed. Yes. Charlene will be joining us. And she's going to be talking about the All Janes No Dicks Festival. Yeah, All Jane No Dicks. All Jane No Dicks, mm-hmm. uh, which is a comedy festival that's going to be happening here uh, mid-October. So yep. we'll get all into that. 17th uh, through the 20th of October. Yes, which indeed. is going to be awesome. And also, we want to talk to Charlene about. She was the one that alerted me about the Juggalo uh, convention that was happening. The yes, other day. I think we should talk a little bit about Juggalos. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's imperative. I always want to talk about. Juggalos. I know you do. Actually, everyone was really confused when you weren't at the Juggalo convention that was happening. I've debated rebringing up, although it's a little too soon yeah. to redo the Juggalo costume for Halloween this year. It is. It's way too soon, and don't ever do that again. Uh, but it was a lot of fun clowning people, which uh, I went as a Juggalo a couple of years ago, and so I had the face makeup on. And then as a the night went on and drinks were imbibed, I decided to start hugging everyone and then leaving little bits of myself on them. I mean the paint. Leaving by little the bits of, the, of yourself on people is like the worst thing that you could say. By the <laughs> end of the by the end of the party, I would say 90% of the people there have been clowned as I was calling it and I didn't have much makeup left on. Mm-hmm. So, there we go. Okay. Clowning people. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so all right, we 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 do have a lot to get to, but I want to talk about this. So, um it's, it's, it's there's just something odd. Going I don't on. know exactly what we're talking. About. You you alluded to something happening, but I don't know okay. what happened. Well, I'll explain. Like like some of it's good, some of it's just odd. So on Monday, I was talking about here on the show, I was talking about my method neighbors, which as I do quite often, and talking about Tarp City, which was next door, and how they have this. Uh, basically, they've got a couple of sheds and a tarp strung up around them, and they have it all being held down by this nasty, disgusting, rotting mattress that's sitting on top of a shed holding the tarps in place. Uh-huh. I talked about it that day. That night, mattress was gone. It was there the morning. I talked about it on the show. Boom, it was gone. I was complaining about it, and it, it, the problem solved itself. So do you think the, the magic lies in you complaining about something or talking about something? Well, actually, talking to you is mostly complaining, so. That is not true. That is not true That sounds all. like a complaint to me. That is not true at all. No, so I was talking about that, and then, um, well, damn it, now it's going to seem like that. Because <laughs> I'm then, just kidding. Then I was talking about how. I want to know these magical right powers happens, of yours. Uh, and this one, I wouldn't call this magical powers. This is just kind of awesome. So I was talking about how my washing machine was not working at my house. I have, uh, I own a home. I rent it out to two other people, uh, rent uh, rooms out. The washing machine's part of the business. It 
crapped out on me. So I was working on that last night and ended up talking to a few different listeners who are probably going to be able to help me find a solution. That is it. amazing. It is so awesome. So uh, we are things so, are in the works. Oh, we're so, so very I, lucky. I won't, uh, I won't say anything yet, but it sounds like I'm going to be able to get to get a good deal on one. So get a good deal on a replacement. So that is why you guys are so awesome. I so much appreciate oh our Oh, my listeners. gosh. It's one big family. It really is. You know, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, all over the world, uh, you guys are I love you guys our are extended family. family. It's totally true. It's awesome. It really is. Uh, so, so there was that. But I also talked about yesterday um, how I was considering going on um, or, well, tr- trying to go on to uh, – Attempting to call in. To- yeah, to, uh, to the Campfire podcast, which is the paranormal podcast where people call in and basically – Is it tell a paranormal their, podcast? They call in and tell their ghost stories. <laughs> and I love – that's exactly how Greg talks about it when he talks about his paranormal podcast. He's like, Sarah, I listened to this paranormal podcast and they were talking about Bigfoot the other day. And it's really exciting because you know that Bigfoot can be seen in all quadrants of the United States, but particularly in the Northwest region. That's not exactly how I. That's sound. pretty. Well, much that exactly. might be a little bit close. Yeah. So, but I was talking about how my house. There's been some weird stuff that has happened there in the past, and sometimes odd things occur. Voices, things. Uh, perhaps I've seen a couple of things that I can't necessarily explain. Maybe an old lady choked me. But anyway, odd things have happened. Not just any old lady, Greg Eunice. Eunice. Don't yes, you Eunice. T- you call her by her name, Greg Nibbler. You can go to funemploymentradio.com and go to the search section and just type in Eunice. It'll pull up the episodes where we explain all of that. So I'd I'd suggest going back to listen to those because it's just bizarre. Um, but uh, I was talking about that. Now nothing has really gone on in my house for quite some time until last night. Oh Jesus! Uh oh! I kid Wait, you so not. So you put it out into the universe, and something happened. So is the mattress back? Well, has that still been? No, the mattress, the mattress is, gone. is still gone. Okay, the washing machine still broke. That's not those things aren't. Uh, hopefully, the mattress isn't coming back, and hopefully, the uh, you know, well, the washing machine's broke. So hopefully, I can get a replacement. Um, no, this was all right. So because of all this stuff going on, I wasn't sleeping very well last night. I, I tried to go to bed early. I've been feeling a little bit under the weather, so I, I went to I went to sleep at like nine thirty, which is which is early for me. Woke up at about midnight, wide awake. Unable to go back to sleep. Okay. Well, like, were and you awoken by something or did you just wake up? Well, I was. Wait, just so what awake. time did you go to bed? I went to bed at like 9 30. How is that even possible? I was really tired. You must have been really tired. Like, I try to make myself go to sleep and I can't go to bed before like 11. No, I can tell I've been. the earliest. I've been really stressed out lately, so I'm a little bit. When there's been a lot of people sick, so I, I'm trying to fight off a touch of something. Dude, everybody that. Like, when I don't talk to people for a couple of days, I'm like, what's new with you? I'm sick in bed. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. I'm trying. I love you. Stay away. <laughs> Trying very hard to avoid that, so I'm uh, I'm trying to stay away from that. Um, so I so yeah, I went to bed early. It was I was really tired, but anyway, woke up at midnight, wide awake, and you know did that whole thing where you roll around for a little while trying to pretend, trying to put yourself back to sleep, and it just was not happening. Mm-hmm. So I was wide awake, basically from about twelve thirty till about four thirty in the morning <gasps> for about, four whole hours. Four hours. That was like me the night before where I couldn't sleep and then I had the crazy dream. All right, that's weird. Well, I could not go back to sleep. So I was just wide awake. I was like, well, okay, this is it. I'm awake now. And so I just read and just basically hung out in my room and and turned turned the light on. You didn't read. You're saying that you're read. I bet you played like one of your like little video, like the dinosaur game or something. I played one of my games. You played one of your games? What game did you play, Greg? Played a downloadable game about dinosaurs that we fight dinosaurs and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. You can fight Tyrannosaurus Rexes against Triceratops. Wow, because that's just so relaxing, Greg. In the middle of the night when you can't sleep, why don't you play an engaging video game? 
for four. I wonder why you weren't able to fall back asleep. That's just that's mind boggling. Yeah. Well, anyway, I didn't go back to sleep. So I'm sitting there reading, and you know, there's there's no one else in the house up. Uh, the roommates are asleep. They're they're getting up early to go to work too, and so starting at around two thirty. And I, I'm awake at this point. This isn't me like trying to go back to sleep. I, at that point, I'd just given up. I was just like, well, I'm going to keep on reading until maybe I just pass out or something, which didn't happen until 4.30. Okay. So wide awake. And upstairs in my room. So I, I live in the upstairs part of my house, which is a, basically a converted finished attic. Mm-hmm. So there's a full staircase up to it. It's, it's pretty nice. It's got the slanted walls on the sides, but it's, it's a big, huge room. And around 2.30, I started... Hearing, hearing things move. What? What do you mean hearing things move? This is... Downstairs or... No. Upstairs. Um, I'm, I'm sitting in my bed. So to try to explain how the room is, it's, it's longer than it is wide. It, it runs basically the length of the house. And my bed is down in one corner of it. On the opposite corner, um... Things kind of started falling off. What, what do you mean things started falling off? Okay, so I have... So I've seen your upstairs before. In what way? Where is this? Towards the staircase. Is that where the mirror is where you saw the person standing in the top hat that Maybe one time? Maybe I saw something. Okay. So I... Um, there's some things. I've got like a big shelf uh, there that, uh, you know, my, my TV is on and i got a computer up there and all kinds of things. But there's different cords, just random stuff that's just kind of stacked on there. Mm-hmm. One of the things just fell off of it, just on what? its own, that was completely, like, stable on the table. What was I it? I certainly thought it was it was a, a, a round – it was a thing of cords. It was um, RCA cords that were up there. And I hear this uh, – let me – actually, I'll do this because it was near where the garbage can is. I hear this. I don't know if that picked it up. Yeah, I heard that. So, I so just out of the corner of my eye, I heard this. And I look over and the cords, I'm like, well, what, what was going on over there? And I, I walked over there to look just like, okay, that was kind of weird. Did something just like tip over uh, the cords were off of the table and were then on the ground, which was odd. I just, don't, I don't know where you didn't have like a fan going or uh, there is, a, there is a fan. It was, going. Is it toward that? There is a fan going, but no, it's not, it's not in that section. It's, it's in, it's, it's, so it's, this is a, across the room. From yeah. Where you it's are. not near where the, the fan is. And let alone, I don't know how that would come off of, come off of the table. That's like, I don't have a fan strong enough to blow cords off the table. So anyway, that happened. I'm like, oh, well, okay. I'm just going to ignore that. I'm just lay in my bed, read my national geographic, not pay any attention. Well, between two 30 and about, I would say three 45 was probably the last time. About five different times, I heard things upstairs just go, like little noises like that. Was it in just one particular area? Or it was, was in a general section, different sections. Okay, so was it in the section like surrounding the stairs? Uh, like that yeah, area? yeah, it was down towards that end. Yeah, it was down towards that end. And... That, <laughs> we always have to make a that picks up on the mic just to explain that we're <laughs> where our studio is. There's a food truck that shows up. He's every day. 11 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, usually shows up at 12:45, and yeah, that's why you hear the Dukes of Hazard horn coming through our microphones. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it was different things moving. I stopped getting up to look. I just how kept many looking. times did this happen? What kinds of things were falling? Like, were well, the, I don't know. I things? didn't get up to go look at the rest of them. I just sat there looking straight ahead at my magazine, not looking around. I'm like, okay. All right. 
what's going on. And it was enough so, like, the windows weren't open. Um, I don't even know if it was, if there was, there wasn't much going on outside as far as storm-wise. But, I mean, the windows weren't open anyway, so. Um, and and uh, so it, it, a few di- it happened probably about five times. Where it sounded like different things were falling, different things moved. There was a bag. was it just was it moving or was was everything falling down? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get up to go look, but they were sounds where there shouldn't be sounds. Things are very stable over there. They don't fall. There's not much moving. You know, occasionally, you know, like the house might creak every now and then. Mm-hmm. Which, I, but I know what that is, and it wasn't that. So I don't know. There was thing. <sighs> There were things. So, so, all right. I'll be honest. Would I? Okay. Do, do be honest because I'm trying. Just don't be circumspect. Tell us how it is. So, um, I, <laughs> I was tired, and about three forty-five after about the fifth time that it happened, you don't three forty-five. So during the witching uh, hour, about about then, you know, I don't know exactly, but right about three forty-five. Keelan does note in the chat. Greg telling uh, Sarah this is not helping. To Sarah, this is one hundred percent proof. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so. Go for it. Be honest. Go. I turned around finally oh, and I'm like, God. all right, knock it off. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. Stop. And it stopped. And nothing else happened. Because I, I was awake for another 45 minutes and nothing happened. But during that hour and 15, hour and a half, like five different times, things happened until I told it to stop. Until I said that. Maybe that was just all in my head. Now, Maybe things room- just fell off. It's in totally your room, possible. do things. All right, no, no, no. Let's just call. In your room, do things fall down frequently? No, no, they don't. <laughs> there was that mirror that one time. What do you mean? That was hanging in your room. That you heard that crash, and your mirror had fallen off of the wall. I don't remember that. Yeah, you're. Oh, oh, yeah. You're right. That did happen. Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. I blocked that out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that happened before. Uh, but no, generally things. Wait a do not second. Fall in my wait room. a second. Wait a second. That area that you're talking about, where the shelf is, where the things are falling off, one of the little doors is behind that, isn't it? Oh, that's just like a little attic space door. Yeah. Is a little door behind the space. Yeah, the it's a little fa- door that's about... Two, the little door that you've blocked off. Well, I blocked off both of them. That leads there's two to the, of them. one of the hell mouths. Well, there's two... There's To explain, in the attic, there are two little, little doors, like little two-foot tall doors that open up into kind of the crawl space of the attic on either side. One of them I won't go into. Um, the other one, it's just like, just like storage. There's like, uh, you know, insulation back behind there and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that. Yes. That is near one of them. Let me just say like in my room, like in my apartment, I had things on the shelves and stuff and things. I never hear anything in my apartment. Like not, that doesn't happen. Like my apartment's quiet except for my white noise machine and my fan. Like I never hear any weird things falling in the middle of the night or anything. And I live in a, in a room where I can see all of my rooms. Where if something was happening in any of my rooms, I would be able to hear it. That's odd that like five different things happened in one. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. And, you know, at that point, I was so tired. I'm like, well, I, I don't know why I spoke to it like that would even do anything. But I did. And quite honestly, it stopped after that. So I don't know. I'm just saying there's things that I talk about here on the show that now all of a sudden, as soon as I talk about them, then things happen. Um, by the way, if you would like to donate $1 million to Fun Employment Radio, go to our website, click on the donate button, and you can do so. Even like 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 2000 That'd be okay. Even five. Even five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> I'll set up for You're $5. just putting it out there. Yes. But you've got to say, but you've got to word it in a way like, man, you know, I just, I wish that we had a shit ton of money in our bank account. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a ball. <laughs> uh, so Greg tomorrow is going to be six foot and a millionaire. 
that's how it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was it, it's it's weird. That's I'm just going to say it's weird. I was wondering why you said that you didn't sleep very much because you well, said you were so that, tired. That's not the reason I didn't sleep because I didn't sleep because once my mind starts going like racing, I can't slow it down. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I wasn't going to sleep. But that all, the, all that other stuff was just kind of tangential like, huh, okay, this is odd. Why are there so many noises happening in my room when all the windows are closed and there's not that much stuff and yet there's – noises happening down on the end hmm. where I can't go see and look. Yeah, I'm glad I don't live in your uh, in your little attic, your attic wonderland of Eunice and weird shit happening. Yeah. That's kind of weird. And particularly, like, I, I know you guys can't see him, but Greg looks mildly uncomfortable right now. It was weird. Talking about it. I'm not going to lie. It was very odd. It was an odd thing that was going on. So I wasn't, I wasn't like, scared, but uh, I was... I, I don't know. And when those kinds of things happen, I've just trained myself just like, ah, ignore it. It'll go away. Ignore it. It'll go away. Ignore it. It'll go away. But it didn't go away. And so then I then I said something. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just saying. Things well, talked about on this podcast seem to be coming true. So that's why I'm a little bit tired today. Uh, Brian says, honestly, if you got rid of Eunice, we'd lose show content. It's totally true. I'm kind of glad that you're haunted. Have you ever thought that it's not <laughs> the house, that it's actually you? I don't know. On an episode of Supernatural that I watched, it turns out that people can be haunted as well as places. Okay. Supernatural is your paranormal podcast. That's exactly the case. It is. Uh, it's getting so I, I'm just like, at this point, I'm, I'm a completist when it comes to my stupid shows. So yeah. at this point, I'm just kind of plugging along because it has gotten really, really stupid. Yeah. 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 But I'm, saying, I'm, I'm committed, Greg. Well, that's, that's the important thing. Well, speaking of Supernatural, that's, well, while you were experiencing the Supernatural... <laughs> I was watching it last Bean night. Bean says I'm the kid from Insidious. You are. <laughs> uh, it was unnerving. But yeah. best to ignore it and it'll go away. That's yeah. the, that's the. I'm sure that's just like lesson. all life's problems. Yep. Just ignore it and it'll go away. Ignore that's, it and it'll go away. That's the best way to look Always at things. Always expect the worst. Then when something good happens, well, that's just a bonus. Wow. And believe everything you read on the internet. Okay. Those are, those are the rules of life right those there. Those are the rules of life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I stayed at home. I finished uh, one of my dog paintings last night, which I was super excited about. Oh, fantastic. Yes, so I ended up, so I was watching Supernatural doing that. And then uh, I decided to pop outside for some fresh air after I was sitting there, you know, painting for a long time. Like, I'm going to go outside and and stretch my sea legs. Which to explain, Sarah does uh, portraits of dogs. I do dog portrait paintings. Dog portrait paintings. Which sounds weird when I tell it to people. Well, it sounds weird, but they're they're amazing pictures, though. You are, she's incredibly talented. If you would like to order one, go to sarahxdillon.com. Order order yourself a dog painting. Mm. Do yourself a favor. Oh, yes. thank you. The Christmas season is coming up. The, it sure the holiday is. season. It sure is. And uh, now's the time to put in your order. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about this last one. It was from my friends uh, Haji and Nicole, and so they mm-hmm. I painted their dog Moose, who's adorable. Yes, Moose is awesome. So I, next uh, my next dog I'm I'm painting for a guy named Dallas, and it's a dog with a chew toy in its mouth, which I've never painted a chew toy, so I'm really excited. Anyway, so that's what I did last night. So I stood outside, and I was like getting getting my fresh air, had my glass of wine, and I'm just kind of perusing. The street life As is of your Southeast method. Portland. This As is your method. It is. I have to go out because I have to sometimes. So when I'm there and I'm staring at it for a long time, I have to like get out because at, at some point, like when you stare at anything, like a word too long or anything, it starts to not really make sense to you anymore. Uh huh. And so if I if I leave for like ten minutes and then come back, I can see the thing that I need to fix. But okay. If I'm just sitting there trying to do it over and over again. I'm just gonna sure. Sometimes yeah. you gotta take a break. Just take a break. So I was outside and uh, I had noticed that a new neighbor had moved into the building. So. 
I decided like he was uh, like he kept going back in and forth, uh, back and forth in and out of the building, like bringing stuff in. And so I decided to try. I, I should just know by now that I shouldn't talk to anybody in the building. That yeah, I, I thought you didn't speak to anyone in your building. I tried again because I'm trying to be social because other normal people like get along with people in their apartment buildings, yeah. even though I don't want to. Yeah, Maybe it's because I, I ultimately don't want to, and I'm forcing myself to. No, you hate speaking to people I in know. your building. I do. You're the weird girl that lives off in the corner. I am. I try. And like I, I say jokes that don't make sense and I laugh weirdly. What kind of like, jokes do you try? No, not even jokes. Just try to be like personable. Oh, and like geez. then I oh. but like forced personable where it's way over the top and unnecessary for the situation. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. Because I don't know. Did you start jabbering at him? Were you yammering? <sighs> a little bit. I was a little yabbery. Oh, no. I, I was just so excited that somebody actually wanted to talk to me and then I don't think he'll ever talk to me again. Oh, what did you do? Nothing. Did you I was just. explain everything? Did you explain what you're doing for the evening and what you're yes. up to? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Way over explained. Then did you, did you ask him what he's going to be doing with his evening after he gets moved in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting upstairs. I'm watching Supernatural. And I'm painting a picture of a dog. Do you know that I paint pictures of dogs? I paint dog portraits. You started explaining really right exciting. off the bat. Oh, God. And I'm not – you're very good at your paintings, but explaining that right off the bat when you first meet someone yeah. is going to make you sound a little odd. Uh, it was weird. I paint pictures of dogs. Yeah. It was weird. Oh. And this is so how I did realized, this all go down? Nothing. That's it. And then I just realized, and then I walked back into my apartment, and I'm like, that is the last time I'm going to try and talk to somebody in my apartment building again. What was it's his like, reaction? Can, he was just like, oh, he, was look, he looked at me as if you would think he would look at me. Yeah. Like, just like, uh, uh, oh, okay. I'm moving. I've been moving all day. I want to get my stuff yeah, inside why before is it starts pouring down rain. still talking to me? Yeah. That was basically <laughs> the look that he gave me. And since that's your first impression, he's just moving into this apartment, he's going to know you as that person this oh, entire God. time. I know. I never going to avoid talk to him again. you. I'm going to avoid him. No, he's going to think he's going to be like, oh God, watch out! Here comes this girl. She's going to start talking about all kinds of weird stuff. Mm. And that then he's going to try to like look down. Notice that he'll probably look down next time. He no, sees and him. then I kind of felt self conscious because like I w- in no way was hitting on him because he wasn't. He was like a, a, a okay looking guy, but I mean, I just well I was, when you start asking him though, I know. What are you like, doing with your evening after you get moved in? Halfway through, I start talking. I'm like, to? oh my god, it sounds like I'm hitting on him. I'm so not hitting on him. I'm having a couple glasses of wine. Oh What are you? doing later oh god yeah it was just awful yeah. i just i did not it was i was asking about the billion like was, have you seen all of the weird things in the building did you see the little room downstairs oh god it was just like you talked about the weird room yes. downstairs in the basement yes how long were you talking at this guy I, that's, that's exactly at. right that's exactly right. i was talking at him for how long probably about like five minutes oh my god not even five minutes probably like three but it felt like a hundred. Oh, this poor guy yeah yeah, so he learned his lesson. He's going he's gonna to steer clear of me. And then as I was walking up, like it was one of those things where you're self-aware and I was walking back to my apartment. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And I probably look crazy because there are security cameras in my hallway and they're going to look at it and see me talking to myself. You were talking to yourself in the hallway afterwards. Seriously, I was walking down the hall. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What, you, can't, you can't speak to people. What, what's wrong with you? So I'm just talking to myself with like hand gestures. Oh, Wow. Yeah, and I look all crazy because I'm wearing, like, my Ugg boots and just leggings and, like, a really old, like, gross sweatshirt, and I'm covered in paint, and I'm like, <laughs> I've just been drinking wine and painting pictures of dogs. Have you seen the crazy room downstairs? What are you doing later? What are you doing when you're done moving in? Oh, man. What area of town did you live in? How do you like living in Southeast Portland? Who were you? You asked him all that stuff, too? No, I don't even remember. I blacked it out. Oh, wow. Your, your nervous, nervous yammering is something to – it's a sight to behold. Just shut up. <laughs> I do nervous yammer. Oh, That's exactly yes. it. Yeah. Nervous yammering. Yeah. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So that was my night. Another lesson learned. Don't talk to anybody in my ability. Uh, Kelton in the chat says, take a lock of your hair and caress his arm with it. That was some other suggestions. Tell, I make do. dog paintings with my hair on people's bodies. <laughs> it is being noted that I was talking to myself last night. So, yeah, I guess so. But that was to myself in my I was own talking room. to myself in my apartment building. <laughs> You, I really want to, I want to somehow interview your neighbors without letting them know that you're part of this and just do like a survey to see who they think is the weirdest person in the apartment complex and get their thoughts. Well, now, what do you think about that girl that lives right over there? I don't think what there's do think anything bad about me. I just think that I'm weird. Yeah. And I'm not really social. Like I, I don't, like if I hear people in the hallway, I won't leave my apartment until I, until they're gone. So you're either completely antisocial or way uh, over, over the, top. the top social. It's like zero or a hundred. Yeah. 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 I wish I could find a balance. There's there's a balance in there. There is a balance in there. Where normal people interact. I don't know how to interact with people in my apartment building. Yeah. I never have. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm poorer for it. Maybe I'm not. (laughs) Because it is nice to just kind of go home and know. And I know definitively that any knock at my door is going to be a solicitor who made their way into the building. And in no way, shape, or form is it anybody stopping by to pay me a visit. Which I kind of like. How that. do you know that? Have you ever looked to see it? How many how many times do people knock on no, your door? No, as soon as someone knocks on my door, I just sit there silently and pretend like I left my TV on. I don't make any noises. <laughs> freeze! Mm-hmm. I just freeze. That's exactly. I'm just like Whoop. and stay there and not move. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, it gets knocked on from time to time. Like some clever person will like piggyback onto somebody going into the apartment, and then you hear. I can usually hear it because there are a lot of doors uh, on my hallway, and so I can hear like the knock, like the way over the way the. Than the, than yeah, the, going into a locked apartment building for canvas, up. that's not okay. No, it's, it's that's not, not right. like, and that's why I didn't, because I'm like, I'm either going to get confrontational and say, this is a locked front building, get the fuck out of here, or I just don't You have should, to. that sounds fun. No. You'd be in the right, though. I don't care. You'd be in the right. I don't care. I don't want, I don't want comfort. If I can avoid confrontation, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I would rather just sit there and pretend to not be home. <laughs> Sarah's lessons on life. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally true. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freeze. Overshare. Freeze. Run away. Talk to yourself. Brian says balance equals the number of glasses of wine drunk. I only had uh, two, like one and a half glasses of wine because I only had like less than a half of a bottle left from the last time I drank wine. So it didn't even have that much. It was just kind of, well, and then we had maybe gone out for some beers earlier in the, in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. With our buddy who – our buddy David, who's a listener. Hi, David. We ended up meeting up with him because because of the government shutdown, he is currently unemployed. Yes. Which want to give a big shout-out to all you guys being affected by that. We're so sorry. That fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 There's there's a lot of people affected by that. And it's, a, it's not just – yeah, it's not just parks. It's personal. What's that? It's not just parks that are being shut down. It's personal. Well, no, there's a there's people. a lot of yeah. There's a no, lot I know, of but a lot of people are just like, look at all the stuff that's. But right, I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't understand how personal it is. Absolutely, absolutely. No, there 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 are a lot. Of, Why a lot are of you work. looking at me like that? I was trying to understand where you were going with that. Well, one. I try to understand you all the time, but I don't make you feel like an idiot. Overshare. Whatever. I'm at 100 percent right. right now. Uh, why don't we do this? Let's do a little <laughs> bit of ball talk before um, before Charlene gets in here and. Uh, I've got some short balls. Okay. But they're they're ample, they're supple, they're Gross. good balls. Gross. Including Gross. The answer to something that perhaps a lot of people over the years have questioned. What? Have I questioned it? No. Oh. No. I doubt you even know what this is. But if you're a if you're a male around my age, um, this w- could have very well been your favorite video game during a certain period of time. Okay. All right. Since it is short balls, we'll just go uh, go straight to this. Uh, never mind. That one's that one's sad. 
I'm going to skip that. Let's say Aaron Hernandez. Um, perhaps did a little bit more of the uh, shooting for other people. Too. Oh, Jesus Aaron Christ. Hernandez, of course, the tight end for the New England Patriots in jail right now, accused of the murder of one of his friends, now being fully implicated in some other some other things, some other ones that happened in 2012. Aaron Hernandez is bad. Yeah. He's a, he's a bad, bad man. man. Bad, bad man. man. You're a very bad man. Very bad man. All right. Um, in our short balls, I do have to say this. This is one of the best bet payouts I think I've seen in a long time. All so, right. It's uh, traditional, you know, for championship games, be it in the NHL, football, NBA, soccer, whatever. Mayors of opposing cities will a lot of times make a bet. Um, you know, sometimes it's as simple as, um, you know, the the winner, the, the loser has to send a, a sample of the best beer and food from their city to the opposing city. Or okay. Something like that. You know, something that basically advertises the cities. Well, the mayors of Boston and Chicago made a bet over the Stanley Cup Finals, the NHL Finals, which happened uh, earlier this year. Now, it was Chicago Blackhawks versus the Boston Bruins. The Chicago Blackhawks won the series 4-2. to two. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize what the bet was between the two, only now it has come out. So the winning team got to put their own video on the official city page of the op- opposing city for one day. Okay. So the city of Boston, being the losing city in this... Right now, if you go to cityofboston.gov, you will see this. On their very front page, this is the first thing you see. It says, welcome. Mayor Menino fulfills Stanley Cup wager. Mayor Menino being the mayor of Boston. Mm -hmm. And then it proceeds to Stanley Cup video. There's just one YouTube video on there. And you press play, and it is the Chicago mayor making. You have no idea how glad I am to speak to you. Here in Chicago. We were thrilled when the Blackhawks brought home the Stanley Cup. From one sports town to another, and one set of fans to another, I want to thank the Bruins and the entire city of Boston for a really, really great series. Now, this is accompanied by a whole bunch of shots of the Blackhawks scoring goals on the Bruins. Oh, gosh, so just rubbing their noses in it a little bit. And then shots of the Blackhawks celebrating, Chicago celebrating the entire championship. Chicago is so incredible. And I cannot think of a better group of people to speak about city of Chicago, the place that we all call home and the people of the city of Chicago themselves. So enjoy this video. Oh, one more thing. Go Blackhawks. So that's on their main city that's on their page. Main like, instead of like cityofportland.gov, like that would be like the Lakers putting something or exactly. whatever. Yeah, that's exactly it. So then it proceeds to be just a two-minute long video of them celebrating their championship and scoring on Boston and basically trolling the entire city. That's awesome. It's a pretty good bet. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's pretty good, especially since those two, those two towns, if you don't follow hockey, they are rabid about hockey. They love mm-hmm. hockey. So it's a big deal. My sister's husband's from Boston, and he's a huge mm-hmm. hockey fan. It's always talking about hockey. Yeah. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. hockey so hockey. basically, Chicago trolling the city of Boston right now on their city website. All right, and finally in Ball Talk, we've got this. Now, um, this also has to do with Chicago, but it has to do with Chicago getting trolled themselves. Here it is. So if you were, like I said, probably a, a guy about my age in the early 90s, you'd be familiar with a game called NBA Jam. Oh, I've heard of that. NBA Jam, you could play it in arcades, and basically it's it was one of the best basketball games ever. Best game ever. I it believe was so you. much fun. So you is that when you can like pick teams and players mm-hmm. and play the teams against each other and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can uh, pick different teams and um, and you know and and yeah, you play the other teams. That's essentially what it is. But with NBA Jam, 
you always tried to pick, you know, some of the better teams, and a lot of times teams were ranked based on how they were doing that, you know, during that era, mm-hmm. and which means, you know, Portland was pretty good, um, Lakers were good, Detroit Pistons were good, and the Chicago Bulls were good. Wait, 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 wait. the Pistons were good? There was once a time, once upon that's, a time. That's crazy. Oh, Detroit wait, you Pistons said it's a game. That's, I get it now. <laughs> we're actually pretty good. So... There's something, though, that's just finally been revealed. I love it, Keelan. That's finally been revealed that there was a uh, there was a bit of a rigging going on in the game. So in NBA Jam, when you, when you played with the Bulls, you would notice that sometimes, even though they were the, one of the best teams, they would all of a sudden stop uh, shooting very well. And here's why. So one of the games, the game's lead designer is a guy by the name of Mark Turmel who happens to be from Bay City, Michigan, and is a lifelong Pistons fan. Now, being the lead designer on this game, here's what he's come out and said. If there was a close game and anyone on the Bills took a last-second shot, we wrote special code in the game so that they would average out to be bricks. There was the big competition back in the day between the Pistons and the Bulls, and since I was always a big Pistons fan, that was my opportunity to level the playing field. So basically what he did is he rigged the game to make the Bulls suck if it was a close game. Oh, my God. Seriously? Which is fantastic. Well, I mean, it's true. I guess it's a, if it's a game and he's the creator, yeah. he could pretty much do whatever he wants. Absolutely. So it's it's one of the, the most released uh, arcade games ever. It's It was a huge, huge game back in the day. You can still play it like down at like, ground control and different places like that. But I just think that is that is the ultimate trolling if you are a game designer. So if you go it. down, if you have a copy or if you played a ground control, you know now to not play... Don't the use bulls. the bulls in a close game because yeah. they're probably going to average out to be a brick, which means a, a bad shot. I think that's genius. That's pretty hilarious. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so there we go. That is some of the best trolling I've seen in a long time. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It was troll balls. Troll balls. Yep. That's that's what it was today. Trolling balls. Wait a minute. No, Are you trolling for balls, Greg? No, 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 no. That's not how I meant that to sound. Sure. All right. Yeah, you didn't mean that at all. No. All right, well, should we do a little World of Crazy? Yes. Since we just had your troll balls? Absolutely. Troll balls. I don't know why that makes me laugh. Ugh. I to do a little stretching, a little pre-crazy stretching, Greg. Like my science stretches? No. Your science stretches are gross. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Our world of crazy. All of our world of crazy. First up, Greg, I just saw this and I wanted to put a little footnote at the beginning of the of the world of crazy, just letting you know that in the news today, it has been announced that Weird Al is working on a brand new album. Yes. Yes. So he was in New York City this weekend, and as he was walking down the streets of Midtown, uh, when asked by paparazzi, he did say, yes, I'm working on a new album right now. No plans when he plans to release it or what songs he's parodying, but it's Weird Al, so it should be out uh, sometime sooner than later. Awesome. Yes. Did he say what songs he's going to be? He did not say what songs he's going to be doing. But did you know, Greg, there's a fun fact to touch on this, too, that, uh, that Weird Al's recorded more than 150 parody songs since 1983? Wow, I guess so. More than 150. Damn. Yeah, he was, uh, when I, of course, when I was a kid, I loved Weird Al. Oh, and when you're an adult, you love Weird Al. Well, when I'm an adult, I love him too, but when I was a kid, yeah, it was awesome. My dad used to, I used to play him in our, uh, we'd have like family reunions and stuff at my parents' house, and in our barn, we had a stereo system hooked up where I would play my Weird Al tapes, and I still remember my dad telling my uncle, he's like, yeah, Greg listens to some weird, some weird guy, <laughs> they're, they're weird songs, some of them are kind of funny, though. It's like, I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. 
And then I tried to explain it to my uncle, who just stared at me blankly. Oh, my mom, uh, you know, she's a Spanish teacher, but she used to be a substitute Spanish teacher at the, the Catholic school I went to when we lived in Seattle. And it was right when Weird Al was popular, and he had his song Taco Grande. Oh, yeah. And she would stand in front of the room and dance along to it in front of all my peers when I was in seventh Your grade. Your mom would do that? My mom was my substitute Spanish teacher, and she would be dancing in oh, front of so everybody awesome. when I was in seventh grade. And it, it was like, you know, I went to Rico Suave. It's like, are, are, taco, grande. grande. And everybody knew it was your mom too, right? Yes, everyone knew it was my mom. your mom was was the one who danced to taco grande. And I was the new kid. Oh, wow. It was, there were so many layers. As Edward asked in the chat, does your mom hate you? (laughs) There were so many layers. Was this her form of revenge for letting you dress yourself or? No, because I didn't become, I, I became more of a shithead after that. Like, you know, from 8th uh, through 12th grade, that was when I was a real bastard. <laughs> so, in 7th grade, that's mortifying. She was, and it's a small class, too. So it was a, what, it was a Catholic school, so it was, only, it was K through 8. You only had one class. Like, you had one group of people your entire class, so you had all of your classes together. So it wasn't like just one group of kids that I was in school with. I saw oh, my mom dancing to Taco Grande. That is It was so... everybody that I was in every class with. That had all grown up together, and I was already, like, not fitting in anyway. And then it's like, oh, there's Sarah's mom. Okay. She's dancing to Taco Grande and oh, rapping wow. along with it. Can I tell you? Rapping along with Taco Grande. In front of the entire class. In front of the entire class. Damn. That's pretty bad. I mean, I still, when I was, I still remember in, when I was 14, I was on the freshman football team. And after, after practice, we all went over to the A&W, which was one of those old school sit down A&Ws um, where you actually sit at the booths. You know, and I was like, yeah, one of the guys, I'm 14, hanging out. And I apparently had forgotten to call my mom and tell her that I was going to NW because she had come in to pick me up. Uh-oh. And I still remember sitting there with all these dudes, and my mom comes storming into NW. I'm like, oh, my God, what's my mom doing here? And runs over the table and just, like, yells at me, like, why didn't you call me? I have no idea where you were. And, like, and all these dudes and all these other guys just instantly, like, <laughs> like trying to cover it up because I could tell my mom was pissed. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. We're just eating. She's like, all right, be out in front of the school in 20 minutes. I'm like... Fine. And then as soon as she left, it was endless shit for days, oh, yeah. days about mama's boy and being yelled at and being like, oh, well, did you call your mom? Did you let your mom know where you're going to be? Does your mom know what time? Does your mom? I don't think you can come to NW with this. Your mom doesn't know about it. Like, oh, God, it was miserable. Oh, try be the Taco Grande girl. Taco I think Grande I girl win. sounds worse. I think I win. That sounds pretty bad. And of course, she was up there and she was like pointing out like, oh, does everybody, how do you say daughter in Spanish? But uh, nin- what the Nina? Well, that's the children. Yeah, or whatever. Daughter. Oh God, why am I? Blanking? I don't know. But whatever. She's like, oh, and like she made she made it very clear she was my mother. <laughs> very beginning. Before <laughs> playing <sighs> Taco Grande. Uh, did she tell everyone to be nice to you? Oh God. And then there was one time a few years later yeah. when she yeah. uh, oh God uh, when she wasn't substituting for me, but she was substituting at my school. For a class, and I heard about it from other people because it was when the Macarena was very popular. Oh, jeez! And she would do the Macarena in front of your mom. Class. Would do the Macarena? I still have I still have nightmares about it because that's like kind of how she like she does that. Oh God! Was she like demonstrating? Yeah, it to no, everyone? no, no. She would she would do it in front of the class and then make everybody you know because it was like when the Macarena was just. God. Oh, so many repressed memories. That's mortifying. Yeah, my face is getting red just thinking about this. Did everybody just give you? Shit everybody afterwards? knew they're like, oh, your mom's pretty uh, 
pretty out there. Oh, wow. <laughs> because she loves to engage. And now, like, when I think about, you know, like, she's such an engaging, wonderful teacher. However, when I was a child, and those were my peers, it was pretty awful. But she's won, my mother's won, like, awards for, like, being teacher of the year and stuff. Like, she's great. But, I mean, but when you're the age of the children, and that's uh. your mom, it's a, it's a little embarrassing. That was embarrassing even when we had the kooky teachers that no one was related to. Ryan saying his uh, mom used to play Raffy tunes on a guitar in front and in, in front of the school. Oh, oh God, that's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Charlene should be here any minute. Should we just leave it with that story? And <laughs> it's, tell more? it's up to you. I don't know, I'm trying it's to think of, of what crazy. else I can. What else I can follow that with? I don't know with. what tops that. Um, let's see. I already know what our next bet's going to be, though. What? I'm not it. doing the Macarena. Uh, uh, you, uh, you still haven't paid up the Super Bowl bet. No, well, you had your That's opportunity not to my, have me do it. Nope, that is not my fault. Mm-hmm. All right, our guest is here. Sorry, I was just okay. checking my phone. All right. All right, so we shall take a break. That is your world of crazy. I have a, I have a shit ton of crazy for tomorrow, or maybe for today. You never know. Maybe I have some I have some stories that we can talk about with Charlene as well. Oh God. <laughs> Hey, Macarena. Uh, oh, God. The dance. And my mom still defaults uh, to that dance for any That's her song. Like, go-to dance? That's my mom's like go-to dance. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little, it's a little embarrassing sometimes. That's all right. She doesn't do it in front of full classes now. Well, that is your very brief world of crazy. All right. Shall That's we go amazing. down and let our guest in? Yes, yes. Let's let's let our guest in. Oh, uh, God. Actually, real quick, before we let her in, we did want to say thank you to uh, one of our sponsors. Yes. Which is, we just had a meeting with him today, the Bike Gallery. Yes, so which, we're wrapping up our seasonal uh, advertising with them. Yep, yeah. So we'll start back up with them in uh, the spring, but we wanted to say thank you to everyone out there who went out and supported them uh, over this last summer. They've been fantastic to us, and you guys were awesome to them. And uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun working with the bike gallery. So they go into their winter mode. So we'll start up uh, again in the spring mm-hmm. once uh, once bike. And because comes of back you around. guys, because of your support, that's the reason that they want to do it again. They were so yeah. excited for the turnout. Yep. I mean, your support really does make a difference in our lives Absolutely. and our business and everything. And it just uh, it was awesome. It was awesome to see how excited he was. Yeah, it was it was very very cool. Yeah, and so that's a big thank you to all of you that listen and were able to go in there and uh, and and buy some stuff from them and use that coupon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So thank you to the bike gallery and thank you to you guys all right right, so yeah let's take a break and uh, we'll be back here in a minute with more fun employment radio you're listening to the fun employment radio network hello everyone you're listening to fun employment radio and that's a uh the full dot com scenario uh and you're listening to well not at the moment uh i'm reese darby I uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. My favourite bumper ever, <laughs> Reese Darby. Hello, I'm Reese Darby. Present. Present. Yeah, I think you're a bunch of rock stars, <laughs> do you? All right, uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as we promised earlier, and I didn't realise the official title. Dude. 
I this know. is some legit shit happening it's right here. It's legit shit. Fancy pants. That's, that's tech- <laughs> She's even wearing her fancy pants Technical right now. terms are legit shit and fancy pants. Yes. Um, <laughs> that needs to, you need to have that on your business card, by the way. Legit uh, shit, Charlene. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are joined now by Charlene, the producer. Executive producer. Executive producer. Even more fancy. That, it just gets fancier It has fancier. an executive. Uh, yes. Yeah, she is an, we have a real life executive in here with right. us. Yep. Executive producer and overlord. Can I add overlord I like on? that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take it. Over Overlord of the All J No Dick Festival, which is going to be happening October seventeenth through twentieth, right here in Portland, Oregon. Hello, yes. Charlene. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in, Charlene. <laughs> yes. So behind the scenes, Charlene and Greg and I are all friends on the no, outside. No, we're not supposed to reveal that. That's <gasps> no, that's no reveal back the curtain too that we far. didn't all hang out on Saturday. Too far. All right. Yeah. Too far. This well, is professional. Yeah. The stories I could tell and now they don't <laughs> exist, you guys, because that's not real. <laughs> you have never pyramided me while I go to bed early. Never. That really never sounds twice. That really sounds wrong. <laughs> I am it the go-to. I am the go-to pyramider. If nobody knows what that means, but, nobody knows but what it's that true. Means. To be fair, let me explain it because it sounds like I'm humping you or something. That's true. Charlene is not humping me. I don't. I don't. Uh, you know the last or the first person to go to bed drunk at a party gets a pyramid stuck. Um, in front you say of their go bed. to bed drunk. I say get my beauty rest, and I'm just mm, however you want to say it, girl. You say it. <laughs> Portland pyramid. That's like a version of the Cleveland steamer here. Yeah, it makes yeah. no sense, but it's really fun. It's yeah. funny. So basically, what Charlene and a bunch of her friends do is the first, like if we're camping or wherever, the first person to fall asleep, a beauty rest. Right? Be- the first person to beauty rest mm-hmm. will have their picture taken with a bunch of people actually making like one of those like cheerleader pyramids. That is correct. In front of them or to the side of while them, while we try to be very quiet, while you are the exact opposite of quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. And this summer, I think I won rainy queen of getting pyramided because i do yeah. like uh, i do like my beauty sleep well you know we all the, have our things the reigning queen of getting pyramided <laughs> yeah someone please cut out that audio yeah. and send it, <laughs> it does sound wrong <laughs> oh yeah i can't even <laughs> yeah anywho anywho so uh before this we were talking about so we were talking about uh humiliation yeah. From our parents. Uh, and I was I'm familiar with. I was recalling a story where mm-hmm. my mom was a substitute teacher at the school that I just started going to, where mm-hmm. she decided to sing and dance and rap along to Weird Al's uh, Taco Grande. Yeah. And then also perfect. perform the Macarena in front of a bunch of my peers. That was in seventh grade, in front, uh-huh. in front of a bunch of my peers in like eighth grade. Perfect. It doesn't sound like you'd get a nickname at all from Not that. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. Uh, so we were talking about that humiliation. As I was talking to you before, you said that you too might have had a similar embarrassing mother oh, yeah. story. My mother lives to embarrass her children. I mean, that's what motherhood is about, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. So anyhow. Like I would know. When I was in, um, I believe the year was 1990. Oh. Oh. It? it might have been Yeah, do we need some harp music for that? Uh, anyhow, uh, I was at Mabry Middle School, which is uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother got suspended uh, from school for causing a food fight. He came up with the best lie ever because, of course, it was not his fault. Of course and he not. started a food fight. Of course fight. not. Mm-mm. But we had had an assembly that day, a Just Say No assembly, and we all got Just Say No sweatbands. And he was wearing his sweatband. And somebody <laughs> else threw a piece of food that strategically landed in his sweatband that was too tight for his head that zip, zipped off of his head. <laughs> and the food hit somebody else in the face. And lo and behold, the food fight started. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, the administration of the school did not believe him, and <laughs> he got shocking. suspended from school. And my mother I was like, there's absolutely no way you are letting this kid come home because that is exactly what he wants. How about this? I come to school every day for a week, 
and embarrass him and sit in class with him all day long, and he can choose what I wear to school, and it'll be great. And for whatever reason, whoever the principal at Mabry Middle School was gave her an all-go-ahead. Now, lo and behold, I also go to this school, and I have done nothing. Uh, so, uh, first day, she wakes up, wakes him up, you know, it's time to go to school, I'm all getting ready, what do you want me to wear? And he, of course basically tells her to F off and refuses to choose out her outfit. And so she's like, well, then I'm going to wear this. So in her pink curlers and her bathrobe, (laughs) she not only drove us to school, but walked into school with us. And it was awesome for an entire week. Oh, my God. (laughs) That that just through that, you got punished as well. Yeah, I did nothing. Yeah. That's I was awful. Oh. Mm. What grade were you in? I was eighth grader. Oh, formative years. That's the that's mm-hmm. the years that fucked oh, yeah. you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. like that. Didn't get a lot of boyfriends that year. No, <laughs> that zero. is the year in where fact, you completely zero. are embarrassed by your parents, no matter what. Too. <laughs> oh God. Oh. And it's like, oh, there's Charlene's mom. She's a, she's a little nutty. That one. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, the stories I could tell. I, you could even have me on every week, and I could tell a new story about my mother that is. And your mother's coming to better. visit. Oh, right? she'll be here today. I want to see the woman that birthed you. Mm. This would. A this lot is of people say that. It is. <laughs> I guess it's interesting for some. I don't know. <laughs> well, you are very interesting. Uh, so I thanks, think that's why. Thanks. I'll take it as a compliment. Sure. <laughs> I'll Definitely. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. It was a compliment. Uh, yeah, she is coming to town with um, her best friend, who is also my roommate's mother. So the moms are coming, and my sister is coming. Coming and we're all staying in the same house in beautiful St. John's. Oh, wow. So it'll be great. So how do you think That's it's going to go with all those ladies great. under one roof? Uh, we've got lots of activities planned. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to the racetrack on Sunday. If anyone wants to go, we'll be at Portland Mendo's. Ooh. We'll be the ones wearing hats. Because you guys are all wearing South. hats. We're well, from the South. That's what okay. you wear at the racetrack. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Come on. She even says it right. Yeah. That's how you can tell she's That's from it. Louisville. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's how you say it, right? Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. 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 You Louisville. Can follow it a little bit. Louisville. She told us this before. Louisville. Yeah. yeah. Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. Radio. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we spend a lot of time on saying other words. On the I, show. I have trouble with that word. Ol. Tollet. Do you know that uh, when he was younger, Greg thought that the G in arguing was silent? Well, I'm this sorry. This is true. He thought it was arguing. Hmm. Yeah. But then again, I can't say Bo- the capital of Colombia. Do you know what it is? Bogota. 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 Bogota, Colombia. Bogota, Colombia. Lima, Peru. <laughs> Sounds um, great Spanish. That's yeah, what it is. this is true. This is true. All right. Um, let's get back to the matter at hand. Let's get back to the matter at hand. So, All Jane No Dick Festival. Yes. So tell us, October 17th. tell us about it. What does an executive it. producer do for the All Jane No Dick Festival? What don't I do? <laughs> you, know, you know how the comedians get up on stage and get to be funny and get all the limelight? Sure. But in order to get them there, there's all this other stuff that happens that is so not interesting at all for the listener. Those are the things that I do. <laughs> tell us all about the <laughs> non-interesting the stuff. Tell us in order. Tell us slowly and bullet pointed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've brought a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> that you can put online, so that's exciting. <laughs> I have not. No, no. She has. She no, has I not. have not. No, no. Let's get serious. So, how does there. one so, become an executive producer? Yeah, let's. Oh, how does one become an executive producer? Yeah. I guess that's a good question. Um, I've just been around long enough, and yeah. I've been producing Bridgetown for six years. And awesome. People recognize my skill set of uh, getting all that boring, mundane stuff done, doing things like spreadsheets. Awesome. I'm also a joy to work with. You're a, you're, so, you're a get-shitter-dunner. There's, there's that. There's that. But this festival is really exciting because it's bringing like, the best of women in, throughout the country to 
here in mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. They'll be performing at Alberta Rose Theater, uh, Curious Comedy, which is on MLK. Which is a really cool venue. Uh, yeah. Curious Comedy is actually producing it. They're the producers of the festival. And okay. so they're a nonprofit. So they're your underlings yeah. since you're the executive. Nah, producer. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, and then we'll also be doing a, a viewing of the documentary by Bonnie McFarlane and Rich Voss, Women Aren't Funny at Hollywood Theater. Awesome. Uh, and that's going to be very exciting as well. And there'll be a Q&A session afterwards. There's lots of great people coming. Aparna Nancherla and Janine Brito from Writers from Totally Biased will be here doing awesome. a show. Very cool. Uh, Lauren Lapkiss from Orange is the New Black is bringing <gasps> I was looking at her. She's the guard yes. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, and she has an improv group that she is bringing. Really? Uh, called Wild Horses. And so they'll be performing a few times throughout the festival. And so there's some really good great stuff that's going to be happening mm-hmm. there. You can get tickets on alljnodick.com, uh, which is, I think, the most hilarious name that ever existed that is for a women's festival. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're working uh, with the Women's Festival in comparison to Bridgetown. It's really interesting what the reception has been mm-hmm. um, for the festival, because I think it's really exciting. There's a lot of really amazing women um, that will be coming to perform. And, uh, you know, I'd say 90% of the people are super excited about it. And then yeah. there's this weird 10% of people that, you know, question, like, why do you need to have a women's festival? Can't women just come to regular festivals? And and it's an interesting topic to discuss because it's, um, you know, when I talk to, you know, my male comedian friends or, or fans of comedy, you know, and my friends that are women comedians, you know, never has a white man in a hoodie ever been told they can't get booked on a show because they already have one of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that, and women hear that a lot and it's disappointing. And so I think it's a really good opportunity to bring, um, give a venue to, and a space for women to just be them and be funny and not necessarily make a whole political agenda about it, even yeah. though yeah. some people want to do that. Because it's almost like the woman well, thing is out of the way. Now you can just focus on the comedy. It's like, right. look, we're all funny. Yeah. Right. Just having right. women, that's gone. Now right. here's the funny. Right. And it's yeah. interesting that you say that because there is an alt-weekly paper in town that pitched a story which I was kind of disappointed about and surprised um, at their pitch. And it was that um, there, you know, there's been many, you know, Hitchens and Adam Carolla and and others who have said women aren't funny or women mm-hmm. aren't as funny as men or, you know, whatever the quote happens to be. And so the the pitch that was made was that, you know, why don't we have, you know, your women performers tell jokes um, about these people who have said that they're not funny to prove that the women at the festival are, in fact, funny, which is not what Wait, this that is. Wait, that was the pitch? Wait, yeah. What was it? Yeah. I, I'm confused yeah. by even what they... Right. So yeah. basically it was, let's make fun, let's prove that we're funny by making fun of other people, which I don't that's think not that's what this is about at all. Yeah. It's about celebrating women and celebrating humor and celebrating mm-hmm. comedy and that Portland is a really thriving comedy scene. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's disappointing that that was the direction that they so went So they didn't in want to cover the festival. They didn't want to talk about how amazing this is to have all these amazing female comics coming into town having a festival. They just wanted to talk about how other people have said bad things about female comics, so the female comics should say bad things about them and be funny. That's what my interpretation of That's it is. That's what it sounds like, that, yeah. That is what my interpretation of it seemed to be. But, um, you know, and we we did it back and forth. There was an open dialogue about it, and they decided that that was the road that they wanted to take. And, and that's fine, so there won't be a preview article with, you know, our performers making fun of other people. Wait, so you don't get the article now because you wouldn't do that? That's what it seems to oh, be. Oh, that's you know? bullshit. That's, um, whether or not there will still be coverage, I would guess that 
the coverage will come from the festival, and yeah. and and by no means have have they said that that isn't going to happen. But I just think it's interesting that um, you know, and I guess like on a wider note, like I've been watching a lot of period pieces or like historical fiction, like Bomb Girls and like The White Queen, mm-hmm. and and watching it and and thinking about God, it must have sucked to live back then because women are always told you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. You know, and when this happened, it's it was like it felt like that. You yeah, know? it felt like well, I have to prove myself. It's 2013. I don't have to prove myself. I don't have to prove that the women at yeah. the festival are funny. You know, it's just they are funny, mm-hmm. and this is a really great opportunity to cover some really amazing comedians that are coming to town. You yeah. know, even you know some up and comers and some locals that are just really great to highlight. You know, like Amy Miller, who. Um, is performing all over town and has performed at lots of festivals is, is amazing. Brie Pruitt is amazing. Mm. Those are just some of the locals, you know? And then when you look at Brandy Posey's coming into town, Kyle Mizono's coming into town, and these are people that your eyes should be on them because they're hilarious yeah. and they should get more stage time than they're getting. And so I think I would encourage people to go to all J no Dick and really see what is happening in women in comedy in Portland comedy scene because there's a lot of really exciting stuff. And there is. And that's the thing. Like, Portland comedy has grown so much. You know, there's there's only so many shows going on. This is a good way to showcase that. And I don't see any... Why anyone would go about it that way of saying, well, they should make fun of everyone. Yes. No, it happens to be a whole bunch of yes. really funny women. Let's yes. give them a stage and make sure they're getting yeah. proper attention. Yes. You know? And it is a story that's been done before also. Like, that story exists in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, women aren't, like, this guy says women aren't funny. This mm-hmm. girl says the women are funny. Let's pitch, pit them against each other. It's and boring, it seems though. to be like there's a lot of that stuff going on. Like, let's pit people against each other. And that's just not what we're about. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what Portland is about either. No. Like, no. pitting people against each other. Let's just celebrate what is happening. That's pretty confusing that a publication would think that that would be the road to take too, particularly since it is such a burgeoning like comedy, like comedic area. And right. it just seems like that's, that's, uh, it's not helpful to yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 And I hope I'm not like, you know, um, you know, bad mouthing anybody or any, because that's no, no. certainly not what I'm trying to I do. I was disappointing. Sur- I was just surprised at yeah at the pitch and I was surprised at the reaction to the pitch. Yeah, well, even Barbara Holm, who we had on our second comedy showcase, uh, actually wrote a piece for the Mercury mm-hmm. this past week called mm-hmm. like my fa- my least favorite piece of misogyny for the week and it was all about being a woman comedian. Yeah. And yeah. about how, you know, how fucked she gets sometimes because yeah. they're exactly what you said. Like, yep. oh, well, there was already there's already one of you here. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, or and you're it, only getting jobs because you're cute. Well, and that's because all women lot. are the same with their comedy. It's the yeah, same. Yeah, of course. Same, same, jokes. The, same cookie cutter. Yeah. And Cameron Esposito, <laughs> who is one of our headliners, who if you have not seen her, she is amazing. Um, she was just on Craig Ferguson and Jay Leno was a guest and Jay Leno brought her over to the couch, which n- barely ever happens when you're when you're doing a set. Oh yeah, that's a do and, good, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and um, the quote was, "You're the future of comedy." And so it's really, and so that's exciting to have her here. But she just did an article on her blog, um, which I wish I could remember the name of her her blog off the top of my head. But I'm sure if you Google Cameron Esposito, you can find it. <laughs> you can find it. But about um, she's touring right now with another comedian, and um, you know, and when she went onto stage, like people were, you know. You know, heckling people heckle, mm-hmm. and and um, the article is about like being a woman and being a lesbian and not being able to take control of the stage. As the person who was headlining came on the stage and immediately took control of the stage, and and having those conversations, like why did that happen? Because I'm a woman. Did it happen because I'm a lesbian? Did it happen because I'm not the headliner? Did it happen because I'm not you know as 
as uh, experienced mm-hmm. in dealing with that. And so it's just an interesting conversation, mm-hmm. I think, to have um, and to think about and to talk about and decide where you really stand on the issue. Yeah. 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 And to just disprove like a couple – I'm looking at you, John, in the chat. Like this is man-friendly, woman-friendly, person-friendly. Absolutely. Anybody yeah. – it's not like this is this is not a show for women by women. This is for everybody it, that happens absolutely. to be yeah. – Absolutely. Funny is funny. Like that is absolutely that's the bottom correct. Line, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is exactly the point I want to make. Is like you don't have yeah. to pit against each other. Like people are funny. Yeah, and we're giving people stage time that don't always get stage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by their own right, they are just as funny, if not funnier, than some of their peers. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize that. And and if you like laughing, please come because it's going to be freaking amazing. I will be yeah. there, and it sounds like it's going to be fucking fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, that's one of the great things about the city. Like, uh, what I was trying to say is there's so many talented comedians. There's room to have all kinds of different things and all kinds yeah. of funny different There's room for everybody. Room yeah. for everybody, yeah. And mm-hmm. there's so much that we can have those kinds of stuff, you know, like an All Jane No Dick Festival. It's awesome. Totally. It's Which very, is the best cool. festival name ever. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do have a question for you, though, and I don't know if you can answer or not. So as, as an executive producer, you've, ha- you've worked with a lot of talent. I haven't. Um Oh. And not to, I, I, I'm not going to ask you to name. You names. know that she's a pro. She's not going to tell you anything. What is? Can you say what the weirdest writer is you've ever gotten for somebody like Ooh. for somebody coming to town? Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't uh, know if you can say it or not. Or if you get writers, do you do you look at the writers? I do look at the writers. Um, I would say for Bridgetown, um, most of the comics just want to come, and so. The that could writer, be interpreted in so many ways. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it should be interpreted in both ways. Yeah. Actually, um, that they don't, um, they just want to come and be a part of Bridgetown because it's okay. really exciting and comics really like it. And so there was only one writer this past year, and it was um, two uh, uh, chest l- or hip level bar stools and a nine volt battery. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I know who that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I think I could say it was yeah. Reggie Watts. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean. um, but I have worked at other festivals where there have been extensive writers where I have to pick up a specific type of protein bar that can only be found at a certain store. Wow. And, and like a certain type. And despite the fact that the beer is there, they don't want that beer. They want this beer and to, to do that. And so there are interests. I mean, yeah. whatever. And I think for the most part, like a lot of it is that people are on a weird diet and they don't have time and they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like that can be forgiven. Um, but I think there's also part of it of people checking to see like if this stuff doesn't show up, then is my mic even going to work? Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So there's that stuff too. Test run. But, so but, no Kanye um, West like having – did you see that thing where definitely no, he requested no. to have his uh, – he, he wants everything white, white carpet, but he requests his carpet has to be ironed? What? It's a. It's one of his riders that was released. I think a couple of weeks ago. I was going to put it in World of Crazy. He has to have yeah, white ironed carpet. He has to have a carpet, but it has to be ironed, not vacuumed. Ironed. His carpet has to be ironed. I don't know what it is. Wow. Wouldn't that melt a carpet? I would you think, think so. Yeah. I mean, I have a iron print on one of my carpets in childhood. Like I'm fairly certain that that happened. Yeah. When you when you burned it, you melted it. Well, I accidentally put the iron down, yeah. and then it just has an iron. <gasps> it's like spot. linen yeah. or something. Like a linen carpet. I don't How would, know. But, like, but the green room is the green room. Like, yeah. I guess I have to order guess, special carpeting say, for it. And I would it. say if you iron some of those green rooms, you don't know what's going to yeah. come out. Because that is... <laughs> also, don't ever spill nail polish remover on the on a carpet because it turns it bright orange. It sure does, yeah. I did not yeah, know that. I We lived in a house in Seattle where the uh, Taco Grande incident happened. And I'd spilled <laughs> nail polish remover. And we lived there for like two years. And when we were leaving, I'd covered it with a rug for two years. Yeah. My parents were so pissed. Yeah. Let's see. Kanye West. Carpet... 
<laughs> Ironing. Ironing. Very important. Yes. <laughs> Thank God for Google. I just wanted you know? to make sure that I was... Uh, all right, yeah, I did report... Okay. That is correct. You did request that. Isn't it funny the things iron. that you look up on Google? Yeah. Uh, just this last week, I learned how mandarin oranges get into cans because I was curious. And uh, it's fascinating. Google it, people. You'll see a 10-minute video with some Norwegian guy. It's fascinating. I spent about an hour looking up Daddy Long Legs last week. (laughs) Charlene does find some of the best videos ever. The most disturbing ones. I think the most disturbing video that Charlene ever sent to me was the woman, the people that were in love with inanimate objects. Oh, yeah. And the woman that had sex with the Eiffel Tower. Mm -hmm. It's called I Married the Eiffel Tower. It's a documentary. Please watch it. God, it's disturbing. There's a sweet, sweet love scene where a woman makes love to uh, some sort of like amusement park ride. And she's like stroking it. And then she has like oil on her face. Oh, (laughs) it's amazing. It's like a big old train wreck that you cannot look away from. (laughs) Well, and speaking of disturbing. So I got a call from Charlene on Monday. I got a message. (laughs) And I was like, look at afterwards. I'm like, oh, Charlene called. What's this message? And it just said, I just wanted to let you know there are juggalos around the block at the Hawthorne Theater. And I figured you should know this. (laughs) And then immediately once she posted that, I'm like, Anna, I'm riding my bike over there immediately. (laughs) And you took some sweet pictures. I did. I took him. I, I almost had some angry juggalos at me. So I was across the street. So there's a bank across the street from. So, so who was it? It was, it was, it was Twisted. It was twisted. That was performing. Uh, with Z's? With, really? With yeah. a Z. Oh. With a Z. Oh, yeah. right, I'm, I'm going to pick up. I'm going to pull the picture and put it in the chat. Oh, my God. Can you play Twisted after we. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I can find some Twisted. Okay, let's oh, do that. God. So, so Charlene opposed this. I'm like, fuck this because I was going to go for a run, but then it was raining. So I'm like, I'll ride my bike over there. That's what mm-hmm. I'll do. Mm-hmm. And so I stood on the corner, uh, on the corner of 39th and Hawthorne because I was afraid to go near them. And I started like take. I was pretending to check my phone and then started taking pictures. And I had my music playing in my ears because I could hear them starting to yell at me. I'm like, "Don't let them know that you don't let them smell your fear. They know <laughs> that they're getting their picture taken right now." So I was just like, "Click, click, click, click," and took a few. And then I sent you. I posted the best one, which was of a sad clown hugging, hugging his lady friend mm-hmm. in sweatpants. While there's another clown, like a, a, a bigger lady in the back, uh, giving thumbs up with her clown face paint on. It is. It's just most enjoyable. I, so I was at. Um, I think all of our favorite bar in town, White All Social Club, uh, and uh, on the patio. And I was like, "Hey, did you guys hear about the Juggalos today? They're they're they were there. They were there because I don't know why that excites me so it much. Is, it's oh, so yes. exciting. exciting, yeah." Um, and this one girl was like, "What is a Juggalo?" And I said, "Oh, well, you know, they're fans of ICP that are grown adults that dress in clown makeup." <laughs> and this one girl was like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Why?" Is that not an accurate description? <laughs> I mean, I think and she basic was like, facts that she was like clown makeup, really. And I was like, I that is yeah, my is it not clown makeup. She is a clown. She's a professional clown. And she, oh. I was like, okay, bad clown makeup. She was like, better. Okay, take it. <laughs> oh, I was boy. like, I was so, like, what are the odds? And <laughs> clowns are like, offended by juggalos. <laughs> you get a conscientious clown even, who's offended. E- but even clowns are offended by juggalos, which I think is the more important <laughs> takeaway. Uh, by the way, this is Twisted's number one hit, Smoke the Pain Away. Yeah, don't, don't listen to the haters. No. Wow, as I just posted that picture, a couple of your friends just, uh, they're at the same time experiencing Juggalo love because your picture has got a bunch more likes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at the same time, it must have been like a united consensus. Like, we all must pay attention to the sad Juggalo. <laughs> and again, everyone's confused as to why he's so sad. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, I don't know. I'm fascinated by juggalos. I, I won't too. lie. I will yeah. not lie. I don't know any in person, and I wish that I kind of did. Uh, we have some listeners that 
either are or were juggalos that wrote in. We have a really normal looking listener named Chris. Yeah. Who was a juggalo. Chris, I want to I want to take you out for a beer. I want to know. And just pick his brain. Yeah. I want to know more, Get to man. the bottom of it. If you got free tickets to the gathering of the juggalos, would you go? I would absolutely me go. Me too. And if that's you got funny two tickets, I, would you take me? Oh, yes, I okay. would. I, I want to go so bad. Yeah. I would go, but I would probably dress up just so, so I don't stick out. But yeah. then, but then again, but though, then what if you do it risk. wrong? Yeah, what if risk. you do it wrong? It's just like, oh, what? What does that mean? It's like wearing like war paint and you're wrong. in the wrong tribe. Like I, you yeah. know, you've got to like make sure that your shit's legit. Well, I have a friend, Sarah Vank, who um, is fascinated by juggalos and went to the ICP concert when they were in town and dressed like a juggalette, and she was very nervous the entire time that someone was going to find her out as a faker. Oh, I, that's that's really bold. Mm-hmm. That's really bold. That's yeah, undercover. That could go. You have to know the wrong lingo. Very quickly. I know. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm astute enough to. Uh, Oh, by the way, here's another good song. Okay. Jesus Christ. Great. All right, hey, I have this, this song. Now you're competing? Yeah. It's a juggalo off. Oh, wait, whoops. Did you know there's an online dating site called Juggalove? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I actually set Sarah up a site on there. I, uh, he named me Thick Ass Judy the Clown Juicer. Thick Ass Judy, <laughs> aka the Clown Juicer. <laughs> Here's Juggalo Island. Wait, my favorite line's coming up. Hang on. There's a mermaid on his on his balls. She's humming. Sunny sunshine, blue skies never end. There's a mermaid waiting me to come in. Underwater on my ball, she's humming. Oh, it's creative. Oh, it's so creative. I would totally go though. I, I would, would go. go. Yeah. Would go. Maybe we should start saving up. I mean, the last one just <laughs> happened. <laughs> How expensive is it? This is coming from a girl who, if I had the chance to go to Burning Man, I would not. But yet, I would go <laughs> to the gathering, which makes no <laughs> sense. I think safety in numbers. I think we should all go together. We, we have to be a pack. We have to be a pack, but we all have to commit. We'd be a posse, though, we'd right? Be a, we'd be a, not a pack. Juggalo posse. We're we'd be a, fam- a we'd be family. A family. A family. Yeah. We're already messing it up, yeah. you guys. We would be a family. Yeah, this is we need you to give us some lingo. <laughs> we need help to uh-huh. go undercover at the yeah. gathering of the juggalos this would take days of practice and research oh days, oh, days? Yeah. it would be Months. it would be weeks yeah no yeah, yeah. it would have to we'd be like have to go out as our family like oh, yeah. in public we'd have to, to practice here we can pull it yep. off yeah, yeah. Ooh. walk around downtown but we should go to, into places that that juggalos would not be welcome at so that way we learn how to be able to like we're going up against the hardest thing possible so when we go to the gathering of the juggalos we're with family and we can relax there. Are there like secret handshakes we'd have to learn and stuff? I don't no. know. We'd have to hire a teacher. Well, Charlene I mean, and I are, are we're I let's didn't... and you're a low. Remember? Well, yeah. 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 This is a lot. And of... I'd have to call you guys bitches all the time, too, because that's how they speak. And your homie, that mm-hmm. homeboy. No, that's 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 their that's, that's a, their lingo. That's a struggle, but I'm going to commit to it. Okay, I mean that's the thing. We have a juggalo, but I'm going to tell you when we start practicing, and let's not let that word fly until then. Okay, okay that's fair. <laughs> All right, I'm just, I think if the, you go juggalo, you got to go full. You know what I'm going to do? No half juggaloing it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get a hold of the gathering of the juggalo people, and I'm going to see if we can get if we can get press passes. And then just do this shit. I bet we could. It's in I like bet Illinois, totally though, could. isn't it? Who cares? It doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> right. It's worth we'll make it. This it's worth Kickstarter. It. If I do a, a <laughs> yeah. fuck vacation for the next three years, I'm putting all my money down on gathering at the. Jungle <laughs> I heard this weird rumor that Hannibal Burris performed there he a did. few years ago. Mm. Is that true? Yeah, we talked to him about it when he was Tom, on here. Yeah, Tom Green has and uh, Andrew WK. I think yeah. played a couple years ago. Yeah, he got booed off stage. Andrew mm. WK did. It was um, awesome. You should look up that video sometime. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he he just doesn't give a fuck. He's just still going. 
going, they're like throwing stuff and hit him in the head. And yeah. He did what he was doing. Am anyway. I mistaken <laughs> that juggalos are racist? Are they not racist? No, I don't no, think I don't they're think racist. They are. I think oh, they're just okay. stupid. Necessarily. Yeah. Except for Chris. Well, except and, for Chris. And if you're a juggalo listening, not you. Yeah. Not you. Not you. <laughs> Everybody not but you. you. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's uh, necessarily a race thing. It's a. Huh. Uh, I wonder where that came from in my head. Uh, well, because it's mostly white people. <gasps> well, because they were called a gang by maybe it's like the gang association I affiliation. Don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. But apparently, uh, when we all want to start learning, there are YouTube videos called "How to Be a Juggalo." Oh, good, great. Oh, there are good. instructional videos. Sweet. So maybe we can have like a video night and we can all get together and like. <laughs> now that Breaking Bad's over, we'll just do every Sunday. I have no whoop whoop ninjas. <laughs> I wish I had. To, I feel like it's so like pop culturally Ill- irrelevant because I did not watch Breaking Bad, and I do not have a new iPhone with some app that is installed that's fucking up everybody's shit. So I got. I will fully admit I did go on a, a binge watch. I guess what you would call it of Breaking Bad. Like while I was working, it was in the background. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I know that this is against everybody, but I everyone on that show is unlikable, and I have a hard time watching shows where every single character is on. Likeable, and mm-hmm. I just want them all to die. Spoiler alert: They all die. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> here's what I don't know what happens. Because four episodes, or what I thought was four episodes shy of the finale, I was just like, I don't care. I'm not watching anymore. And I was talking to Anthony Lopez, who's obsessed with that show. Oh, I love that guy. And uh, he was just like, You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, Charlie. And like, it's the best. It's like cinematically, blah blah blah, whatever. And I was like, Well, I watched up until the episode. I was like, I think I'm missing four. I watched up until the episode of where this happens. And he was like, you are only missing the finale. You've actually watched the entire <laughs> six seasons except for the finale. And, and I don't think I'm going to bother. I don't think I'm going to bother. Oh, my God. I don't care. All you have to do is look up online, and I'm sure I even know what happens, uh, and I don't yeah, even watch that show, matter. which we will not say. Yeah. But all Jane, no dick. All Jane, no dick. Yes, Very exciting. There's yes. no spoiler alerts there, no. except it's going to be awesome. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's going to be hilarious. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> Everybody. Bye, gal. Identifying as an object philologist, you know, whoever wants oh, to come. Oh, well. Whoever wants to come. Everyone's welcome. Everybody's welcome. All Jane, all Jane, no dick.com. All Jane, no dick. That is a fun website to say. All Jane, no dick.com. All Jane, no dick.com. All Jane, no dick.com. All Jane, no dick.com. I like that. Dick.com. <laughs> mm, you're welcome, <laughs> guys. Surely I like your. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Wait, we forgot a birthday. I forgot about this. Ah, here, wait, hang on really quick. Happy birthday. We do want to give a very happy birthday to, wait for to it. To me, it's the second day of my oh, birthday month. That is happy not. Happy birthday to you. We're not happy allowed to be doing this. To you. Happy All my fun, huh? Only until my birthday. That is ridiculous. One week it's, to go. It's a week away. Happy almost birthday, Sarah. You're awesome. <laughs> I love it. The Portland Pyramid <laughs> Queen herself. I love it. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that's true. Well, happy birthday. I like how I got it over on him, too. He's just, I could see him frankly looking like, whose birthday I'm like, is yeah, it? It's like, oh, who did I forget? What did I forget? No. No, I didn't forget anything. <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you're going to purchase anything from Amazon, go to funemploymentradio.com first. Click on the Amazon link. It's just that easy. It's just one and if you're going to purchase all Jane No Dick ticks, go to alljanenodick.com. Absolutely. That's yeah. fun to say, you guys. It is. <laughs> Come. You can brag to your friends. I got my dick ticks. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I got my no dick ticks. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I don't know if that's bragging. But oh, yeah, that's true. Oof, depending on how it is. So that's kind of well, bragging. I don't know. Pointing out how that works out. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, debatable. Um, also, Greg, I think I've made the decision that we need to have Charlene on a lot. Yeah. I like this idea. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> but every time you have to, to come on, come in with an embarrassing mom story. Can That's how do. we're going to start a lifetime of them. <laughs> Next time I'll tell you about my cat in the cooler. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Now I really want to know that. That was a guarantee. Yeah, that is a guarantee. <laughs> tell us next time. <laughs> uh, coming up on the network tonight at 5.30 will be Lisa Wood with Play Anything. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Isn't she's she, awesome. She's a super lady. Yeah. And then she's 8 p.m., super. all new Geek in the City right here. Awesome. Oh, radio. And then tomorrow on the show, can we talk about who our guest is going to be? Yes. Uh, we are going to be joined by the lovely... Greg Barrent, yes, who is amazing. Love, love him. that guy. He's the nicest guy. He's just fan- best dresser. Yeah. Let me just very tell you. Dapper. So dapper. He very, very funny dapper. guy. He's very, very dapper. Funny guy. He is right. very dapper. Well, thank you, Charlene, for coming mm-hmm. in. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Stuck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>